Hello, human peoples. You're listening to the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. Support us and gain access to great exclusive podcasts like Fox Mulder is a Maniac, Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Star Trek The Next Futurama, and our latest show, Spiel Boys. Head over to patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. We do game streaming, movie nights with our patrons every Friday night, and you can even commission your own podcast about anything you want. Literally anything, within reason, and we have to do it. You are quite frankly out of excuses not to go visit patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. Let's do it. Let's join the magic. Yeah. Hi, everybody. Hello, everyone. <laughs> my name is David Bell. And my name is Tom Ryman. And then do I say my name? My name is Adam Brown. Adam you Todd Brown. And we just watched. What did we watch? Avatar. The Way of Water. Yeah. Avatar it's, Dose. It's down, right? That's the Way of Water. The Way of Water? I don't know. It's like well, yeah. you could also it's could also be like water's mood. Like oh, that's yeah, just that's water's true. way. That's fair. Pandora. This is our home. The humans are turning. They're hunting us. Why do you come to us? We cannot let you bring your war here. A warrior like you, I'm supposed to fight. You do not know the sea. We will learn your ways. This is our home! I need you with me. And I need you to be strong. Strong heart. Listen, listen. Adam, hi. Thanks for hi. being on. Thank you for having me. This... I I finally watched Avatar. I had never, ever, ever seen the first Avatar. That's the one I was supposed to watch, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we can talk about the 2009's the Avatar. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah, that makes that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, that makes for a good podcast. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm very glad we had you on. I didn't know you hadn't seen the first Avatar when asking you to watch this, the second Avatar after what is it, 14 years? Uh, yeah, the sequel, um, 13. 13. 13. Yeah. And uh and uh my goodness, it's finally happened. It's We've finally been upon for us. It for a Avatar Day is here. <laughs> Bells yeah. are ringing. People are throwing their so babies pumped. out of the window. <laughs> I guess okay, Adam, setting our clubs on fire. <laughs> I guess my first question is so you just watched the first Avatar. Any thoughts on the first Avatar? You know, I disliked it about as much as I expected to. Right. I was not into it. I, here's the thing. They're fake, so it's okay for me to say this. I don't yeah. like the way those things look. The Navi. Yeah. It just, it, it, it puts me off. And sure. that had put me off the entire franchise. Like the minute I saw the trailer for the first Avatar, I was like, nope, I'm, I'm out. It's a tough hurdle to get over. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like you see E.T., you're like, uh-uh, nope. Oh, yeah, That's, he's even worse. He's not coming in my house, I can tell you that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it, he's gross. It wasn't the worst movie I've ever seen, obviously. I mean, it's the highest grossing film of all time. It has sure. to have its mm-hmm. merits. But I wasn't super duper into the first one. I should, so, I should confirm for the audience, I am joking. I did watch the second one. <laughs> <laughs> right, so, I'll turn it off. Yeah. <laughs> So that's my next question for both of you is how did you like Avatar The Way of Water? Dave, let me tell you, it was almost too much adventure and excitement for one skull. Like (laughs) my mind was blasted out of the back of my skull and my ears. Uh, No, it was fine. I I thought it was fun. I enjoyed it. (laughs) For for me, the first half is a lot like the first avatar movie and i was just not that into it and then that last half though like once all the war stuff starts at the end i was way into it like yeah way way into it it's pretty sweet but yeah i do do, the, the, the first half is a little bit like james cameron is setting up all of his toys 
Like he's yeah. getting all his toys in the right position. And then the last 90 minutes are just him smashing those things together. And it's great. Yeah, for sure. The action uh, is great in this. I am. I'm, I'm aggressively on the side of it was fine. Yeah. I, I think there yeah. was plot wise. Uh, I think it was actually kind of bad plot wise. I think there was some stuff that at least didn't feel like it made sense. I feel like it's way too long. Uh, I feel like it's kind of just repeating the first movie, but on a smaller scale. It doesn't like there's some things that don't quite add up. Um, like so, like the action is very good. Yeah, but the actual plot itself, I thought, was just like really after 13 years, you're just it's this again because it's just the humans are back. And it's more war. And they're, and, here, it was like, and they're here to stay, which I thought yeah. was, I thought that was a good way to escalate it, I suppose. Um, I guess, but like, yeah, also like they're, they're here to stay, but that's what they thought the first movie, right? Well, we, they kicked him off the planet at the end of the first movie. And in this movie, we get like a, a couple of minutes of prologue and then the humans show back up and we flash forward a year and they've just set, they've set up bases and colonies the right. whaling operations all over. They're just, they've moved it. They've annexed areas of Pandora. Yes. I like, I like the part in the beginning where they, they kind of Valkyrie it with the Navi language. Yeah. Where he's just like, I've been listening so long now. It just sounds like English. It's like, fuck your yeah, language. We're doing that. all English now. Yeah. yeah. And it was good. Yeah. yeah. I guess that is, it is an escalation since then. The first one, it was a small colony that was kicked off and now they, like the humans came back in full force is the idea Mm -hmm. it really but it really feels like like of course i guess that would happen and then in order for that to we're gonna stay gone there's like (laughs) trillions of dollars and apparently uh uh, immortal whale brain juice at stake on the table so like they weren't gonna stay gone the whale stuff felt like it came out of nowhere let me tell you there's some stuff in this that like I, I don't know, man. First of all, it also like the timetable doesn't make too much sense because so they bring back Stephen Lang, uh, and what we learn is that they recorded like his brain, mm-hmm. uh, af- right before the events of the end of the last one. Uh, and as someone online pointed out, the journey takes like forty years to get from Earth to Pandora, uh, and they say that they have to bring his brain back to Earth to like process it they specifically say that so right away none of that makes any sense because <laughs> it means that they had to take 40 years to go back and then come back and even like that means that, like even if they like their their star travel got better still at the time of the first movie it was like a 40 year journey so like that's weird it was man i don't remember yeah. that it's like a long ass journey yeah I don't think I thought about the early part of this movie that hard because you're right that it is it's it's this essentially the same plot from the first movie, but water, but water yeah. and like it has some and, and like I would argue that the characters are a little weird, like Jake Sully at the beginning, because this was what I was confused about this is that so the humans show up and then they're like, we're going to go after Jake Sully and they show him like sabotaging a train. Mm hmm. Right, and so the idea seemed cool. to be like it's fucking yeah. on. Yeah, fuck that. And train, then Jake man. Sully, awesome. and then when they go after Jake Sully, he's like, "I don't want war. I'm leaving." And it was like, "But you sabotaged that train earlier. Is that not you wanting war?" Like there was a little like I got the the uh, I guess I'm saying the opening all the setup is really sweaty to me, uh, and really like weird and confusing, uh, of like what people want and what what exactly how any of it worked. And then ultimately, the movie is like somewhat smaller scale than the first Avatar. When you think about what's at stake, it's just yes, like it this very, one it, boat. It very much is. It it kind of drill yeah. it drills down to being about Jake just protecting his family, rather right. than the the fate of all Pandora. Right. Uh, it's a pretty simple like revenge idea this time around, uh, and it's more. Yeah. I, I I didn't expect to like the family dynamic as much as I did. Like it it introduces like. He's got like a billion kids. He's got like four or five kids. Like, oh shit, this is a lot of exactly the same looking blue people to keep track of. Right. But, uh, so spoilers: when one of the son dies, I didn't know who that was. Oh, I did it. <laughs> I that, like, I, at that point oh, in the okay. movie, I, I knew was who like, that was. Yeah. Okay, I was like, I, I'm not sure which son that is. But so to finish the thought, I really liked that 
decision because it's sort of we get a couple of new characters that each have their own kind of thing like you have the younger brother who's the outcast and he keeps getting himself into trouble and he keeps disappointing jake and then he's the one that makes this special bond with the outcast whale and ends up having to like he keeps fucking up and ends up saving the day in the end i liked that i liked that the sigourney weaver teen i think her name is kiri has like this weird connection with like the world spirit and can communicate with the animals i thought that was a cool idea um, I even liked the human kid, the, s- the stupid human, Spider? stupid white kid with dreadlocks. The guy, but the he guy like who looks and yeah. named like a drug dealer. Yeah, he totally, yeah. 100% yeah. looks like he deals drugs at a freshman dormitory. But <laughs> yeah. I liked his story. Like, I liked his sort of yes. thing. I liked that he had that dynamic where Jake sort of wanted to take him in. But um, I, t- I don't remember what Zoe Saldana's character's name is. Um but she's she's not in it that much. Yeah, she really isn't. Uh, I assume no. maybe she'll be in the sequels more. But she's like still like really anti-human. She's like fuck all these people. So even though yeah. like Spider's like this orphan kid, she's sort of like um, the Stark, uh, whatever her name was, uh, that hated Jon Snow. Uh, she's like get the fuck out of here. I don't want you. I don't want you yeah. here. Yeah. So he goes and has his weird little kind of dad arc with with Stephen Lang's clone, and I thought that was interesting. Um, I don't know. There's I a... I agree that the opening. Um, for the sake of efficiency is confusing because it's like, well, who are all these people? And then we're coming into the middle of like, I guess we're supposed to assume that Jake is as the leader of the, the forest tribe has been just continuing like raids on all of the military's like trains and supply chains and stuff like that. So now they're finally targeting his family specifically. And that's what, right. that's what like freaks him out. But it is a little, there's a lot of information that's done uh as I think, quickly as i think it d- decently efficiently but it, it was like i didn't really i wasn't really able to like identify the different members of the family like the different characters until like an hour into the movie like it took a mm-hmm. lot of build up for me to like okay that's this character that's this character and they do have like identifiable personalities and ones it just takes a while to get there yeah i think it's really just first half of this movie is really rough to me and it makes me think because i agree with you tom there's a lot of good ideas in this i like a lot of the ideas uh i think this is a weird thing but like he might need to make a tv show like i think that's what he maybe should have done with avatar because it feels like for a almost three hour long film he made a tv show he just put it all yeah, together into one Dark Angel. <laughs> I mean, this was three hours and 20 minutes. It was a long movie. Yeah, and it, it movie. still felt like they were scrambling to like, like, uh, uh, I guess the, uh, the first cut of this was nine hours, which isn't unusual, but I'm guessing like there's, there's a lot that had to be crammed. It, it just, uh, yeah, it's mainly the first half. It, it's the, the moment it starts, it felt abrupt to me. Does it feel abrupt to you guys where it was like, all right, we're on Pandora and I'm going to narrate and a all bit. these very dramatic things are happening in like a matter of minutes where you're like, oh my God, slow down. Where it's like the humans are landing and killing everything and causing mm-hmm. these. And it's just like, okay, we're yada yadding a lot of dramatic stuff yeah. to tell this like much smaller, quicker story that takes place so much longer after the first Avatar. It just really felt like, uh, it, it just it, it's it, it really felt rushed at first um and weird and awkward this movie reminded me a whole lot of titanic like yeah i mean there is a boat that sinks well not there just is. that there's there's a boat but you're just kind of waiting for something to happen with yeah. that boat or something to happen with those fucking whales or anything and once yeah. it all starts happening it's it's so much fun. I loved it so much. Mm-hmm. I just the fucking I don't, whales. I don't know that. Like, I wish the last half of this movie was the movie. Like, I yeah. would have just and taken I, that. I think they could have. It's it's so hard because it's like okay, if you're gonna yada yada some of it, you might as well yada yada some of the other stuff too. Like, I I would argue like all the stuff where they have to go. So the plot for people are wondering. <laughs> is uh the humans come back they're waging war jake sully is fighting he has a family now these are all like huge things that yeah again they sort of like just happen his stephen lang is back 
he is an avatar. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess his his memories were implanted. Yep. Uh, and, and a then bunch of, Grace, a bunch of other soldiers too. Yeah, Sigourney Weaver, her dead body got pregnant mm-hmm. uh, and had a baby, <laughs> and that's the new Sigourney Weaver. And they're really they're making it a mystery where they're like, "Who's the father? Where'd that come from?" I assume she's like Jesus. She's Pandora Jesus. Yeah, they right? set, they set up some idea. Um, well, they didn't necessarily set it up, but they sort of planted the idea in the in the first film where they like they connect her to the tree to like try to save her, but she dies anyway. But she yeah, sort of gets I like absorbed the, by the tree. So I assume that'll be that'll have something. The tree jizzes in her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The tree just comes her right out, <laughs> just blasts yeah. her out. And uh, uh, yeah, a lot of, again, a lot of like big ideas, which I assume a lot of this will be answered in the future. Like, there's nothing wrong with them not answering that question in this one because it's they're clearly going to make more. Assuming this one does well, which I'm sure it will. Um, yeah. The the thing for me along those lines was the whale serum. The yeah. whale shit. The, the, Once they extracted the that from the whale, whale juice, that I was, was like, like the, this could be like, let's just follow that tangent. Tell me yeah. more about that's, okay, who's so that's, using that. Yeah, that's what I was going to get to is that once the whales are introduced, this it feels more like a movie, which is like this is a, a more self-contained, smaller movie about. But like in order to do that, they needed to explain the whales more because the whales just show up. They, the, the bullies take the kid out and he's getting attacked and then he gets saved by a whale. And then he's like talking to the whale. And I was like, oh, that's cute. He has like a special relationship. And then they're all talking to whales. And I was like, wait, wait a second. In <laughs> Soviet so- Pandora, whale saves you. <laughs> and the, the thing is, like in the previous movies, they never introduced the concept that animals can, are like smart enough to communicate. So, like, it felt like the whales came out of nowhere. And then once you get into the whales, you're like, okay, I like this whale shit. Mm-hmm. But it almost feels like that's how the movie should have opened. It should have opened by being like, like, this feels like it should have been like the fourth Avatar movie, if that makes sense. Um, where it has to front load with like, okay, humans are back. They're here. They're walking around. Um, and all, but the movie's not actually about that. It's about these whales. <laughs> And it's like, it, it's a lot. It's a lot to have to dump on an audience at first. Yeah, they, there's there's uh, a lot of world building that's front loaded in this. Um, yeah. I do feel like, I, I do feel like the length is justified because I didn't notice it as much because I, like I said, I enjoyed the family dynamic more than I expected to. So I was invested in seeing what was happening to those characters and seeing them get acclimated into the water uh clan with cliff curtis as their chief yeah uh, that's but fun. again it, the problem is that it's literally the same plot it's so funny because the first avatar people were like it's like pocahontas it's like dances with wolves this one it's it's just like the first avatar where they do the okay you have to you have to learn their ways mm-hmm. you're an outsider they do all the same beats again uh plus plus the whales i, I guess. did i found it less annoying this time around like there's a lot of like white savior energy to the first avatar 100 yeah isn't as present with this one like all the interactions it's at least between just like two different versions of navi people as right. opposed to like it's more like clan politics yeah yeah and i, I did I... I did like that like in general i liked this better than avatar one but yeah, all the yeah, world building stuff i thought worked better I definitely like this movie better than Avatar 1. I just, I think this movie is kind of a mess narratively in that it's trying to do so much that it feels like it yada yadas several movies before getting to the movie it wants to tell because James Cameron is obsessed with the ocean. Mm-hmm. And so he wants to get to the yeah, ocean. He wants stuff. to drink it. He wants to drink it all. <laughs> right. And so he has to like. He has to like world build all over again. That's what it feels like. Well, like the first Avatar begins with like, okay, there's this planet. It's called Pandora. We're we're humans. We're going there. Here's the deal, and you accept that because it's like it's it's a world building. And then that one ends with, and the humans are gone. And this one, they have to kind of just start all over again. And be like, okay, so we're back in Pandora, and the humans are there, but this time it's that, and and now we have a family, and they're this age, and this many years have passed, and it's like, all right, settle down. But it's all to get, it feels like he just is sort of like remaking Avatar, the first one. Uh, I disagree. I think he's expanding it. I mean, like, we, he has to do all that front loading in the beginning to sort of catch us up to speed, get, uh, explain where, who these characters are and, and how they have sort of, like, 
I mean, it, it is fast forwarding, but it's like we, we get a quick idea of how Jake is being is uh, acclimating and assimilating, how his family is coming to be, who his family is. And the threat of the humans has changed. So that's sort of like because the humans are no longer here to get unobtainium. Uh, right. They're here to ter- they're here to to terraform. They're doing the Elon shit. They're like we our Earth is dying. We got to come live here. And yeah. I love I love that Edie Falco was the general in charge. Oh yeah, she was yes. <laughs> drinking a drinking a coffee in her mech. That was awesome. Yeah, that um, was an unexpected surprise. Yeah, I didn't know Edie she was Falco in it. Popping up in this. <laughs> yeah. like, what? Mother of Christ, Camilla. <laughs> 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 um, uh, but yeah, so I think. I, so I, that stuff is sort of like hitting the reset button, but it's changing the parameters a little bit. And then he has that in place so that the world can be expanded a bit. We can see because all we saw in the first was like for all, like I just assumed every Navi was a forest tribe uh, watching the first right. movie. So when they do this one, it's like, oh, no, there's actually completely different cultures. Here's the water tribe. They look different. Like they have webbed sort of arms and they have webbed yeah, tails. That was cool. And they're like their whole society is is similar, but it's, so they still have like a, a, a heart tree or whatever they called it, but also their society is different. It's all dependent on these whales and their relationship with these whales. And the whales are like sent, super sentient beings that create art. And st- it's like really wild. Uh, so I don't, I, I, I sort of, I'm pushing back a little bit on it's just a Stone Cold remake. Yeah, he does reset a bunch of the pieces, but like I think it's in order to expand uh, the world. It does expand the world for sure, but it's a remake in the sense of the story beats that they're going for. I just think there's a lot of like, it's just it's just messy. Like for example, hear me out. Mm-hmm. So you end you you don't do any of the prologue, right? You start with Jake Sully, and you just you front load it with he's has a family now, and he's happy. And ev- all of that. Just front load it with that. Like, here are his kids. You do a couple scenes about that. Have one of his kids find evidence or hear something about the humans are on the another part of the world. And it's like Jake Sully is... It, you could It's Jaws 2, essentially, where some people are like, no, they're not back. Some people are like, they're back. And you have it be that, oh, they're on the other side of the world. Now they're doing this whaling shit. And you have them like go to find out. And that's how you introduce it. It just felt like a lot of like... Well, but that's not the story he was telling. Like, the story he was telling was the whole... Like, Jake's arc is about, like, I have to protect my family, so that's why we're packing up and running. And that's his disagreement with Zoe Saldana, where it's like, no, like, we were supposed to protect all the people. And he's like, no, 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 our, our, our family is our fortress or whatever. He says, like, that's, that's his whole right. idea. It's like, we got to keep the family alive, so that's why he's on the run. But then but sort of he comes around to, like, yeah, we have to fight in order to protect the family. But like, if but it's, you do that with Zoe Saldana being like, we have to go fight, and Jake being like, we have to stay here. It's not our business. It's not near us. All that stuff, and you can still have that dynamic. It just feels like they did a lot of a, like, a lot of messy work to get us to the same spot. Because mm-hmm. ultimately, we James Cameron just wants fucking water Avatar, right? That's yeah. what he wants. Yeah, uh, that it, that I mean the. With the whales, for me, I actually thought added something to this movie. Like they were yeah. kind of the whales were cool, goofy, but and it like it didn't make sense. Like how, I don't how did they talk to them? Like I, I guess don't know. I don't, Again, I, I don't have a, to have everything explained. I guess, but it's it's one of those things that like it just like there's a lot of those things where. That's a big offer, and it's once you realize the rules, once you're like, okay, the whales are smart, they can talk to them, it makes sense, but it's such a weird that they just sort of start talking to them, <laughs> and you're just like, huh, Yeah. I guess they can talk to these whales. That wasn't a thing with any of the other animals, but I guess they can talk to these whales. And then the movie just moves on, and it, it, it feels a lot of like, they front load it with a lot of information and then admit a lot of other information that's I'm sure is in a cut of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like how, who was the first person to discover they could talk to those whales? Yeah. Like, I need to know that, that, that I would like to know. I need to, I want a whale prequel. That that's what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> Since there's going to be is... 35 of these movies anyway. Yeah. Make one of them entirely whale. Just it's all yeah. in whale. Make it a Disney deal. Plus series about the whales. It's I'll just in, it. it's just in clicks and whistles. 
<laughs> so a, a comparison I think I, I can make here is if it, we jumped from the first Star Wars to the seventh Star Wars and like had to explain everything in between. That's how this felt to me. Does that make sense? Where if it, I feel I think it feels more like the the move from the first Star Wars to the second Star Wars. It 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 felt like so much more happened that like they could have spent a movie or two on between Avatar 1 and where we start in this one. Yeah. Or when we really get going, I mean. But see, I also don't know if I want that. Yeah, cuz that's yeah, just like no, I agree. Jake Jake watching his kids grow up in the in, like I don't I mean, I'm sure that's nice for him. That was a nice time, but I don't really need to see boyhood on Pandora. Yeah, yeah the family dynamic I liked, but also when the kid died, mm -hmm. when they well, come not... back around to that, I was like, oh, yeah, their kid died. Right, I right. Kid. I'm not proposing a movie about Pandora. I'm saying that, like, it, 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 it's the war stuff, the humans going back, them building a city, all that. It, it feels like... The first movie was specifically about this immediate pushback. Yeah. And then th then they're like, and they're back, and we didn't really, we just let them build the city, and a year passed. Uh, and like that year that passes, that they yada yada over, that they do one year later, that's where I felt like I needed, I like, that felt like it could have been another movie. I think I read something where that is going to be a separate piece of media. Um, really? uh, yeah, I'm not sure what mm. it is. Uh, I think maybe a comic, but th there is going to be something that's like that. As I do remember seeing an interview earlier this week where uh, Cameron said that title card is like a whole other story. Um, and it'll be in it some sort like of one. media. I think. Yeah, that's pretty in sure. That's interesting. Um, but yeah, it's sort of like, I, yeah, I do. I do see that. Um, but that's. He didn't want to tell that story in this movie for whatever reason. He really didn't. Yeah. So he's just again, like, no, I want to get the family to the point where they're they're back, sort of doing rebel raids on the uh, uh, humans, and now they've been targeted. So he's got to go on the run with his family. Like that's the right. movie he wanted to tell. Yeah. Oh no, it's the movie he wanted to tell, and there, I like the ocean stuff. It just definitely felt like it wasn't the next natural progression in the actual story. Uh, yeah, I he, see. He, I don't. I don't know about that because going into this movie, I had no fucking clue what to expect because I couldn't conceive of what Avatar Two would be. Yeah, other that's than, true. Other that's than just the humans coming back, it's like, well, obviously right, they're like, going to come back. There's back. way yeah. too much money on the table. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, but yeah. So I had like no expectation for what this story was going to be. I was just like, okay, well, let's just see what he came up with. Um, so I don't know. Uh, what, what do you feel like the natural progression would have been? I don't know. I, I, here's what I'll say, because I'm, on, I'm with you with that, where I'm not entirely sure. Mm -hmm. um, it's Manhattan. more of like... Manhattan, yeah! <laughs> Space. Oh, I want them to go to Earth so bad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Get the I will on say Earth. <laughs> that like, it's more of like, the more I think about this film, the more I think that the back end is so much better than the front end. Because the back end yeah. has so yeah, much is. promise about where the film could... Like, the back end makes me think of all the... Like, the way they treated Stephen Lang and Spider. I'm like, that's interesting. That's a cool dynamic. Think, yeah, that was an interesting yeah. story. Yeah. And when she puts the fucking knife to Spider, mm -hmm. st stuff like that. Like, that was the shit where I was like, ooh, yeah, this is some storytelling. Yeah. It's more just like the front... Like, and so that's the thing is I completely understand why James Cameron was like, I don't want to deal with all that other stuff. Um, but it is very awkward, I think. Uh, it's, it's, I think it's, it's a clunky way to do it, and I think there's more efficient ways to do it. Yeah. But ultimately, uh, whatever, man. You could like, you, I, <laughs> I, I'm sorry, finish your sentence. No, no, no. I just, it's fucking Avatar, so. Yeah, I but know. I do, I do agree. Yeah, I see what you're saying. They could have just cut right to him raiding the train. We meet his two sons right there. He gets back to the village. We talk to Zoe Saldana and the two... The two yeah. little ones, one of whom is Sigourney Weaver, and then we just the movie just goes from there. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I, I I could see trimming it down a little bit just so that because I do agree that opening, like I said, I was just sort of disoriented during that opening. So if you just start with the family already, the family unit already in the sort of 
uh, version that it's going to be. Uh, like, mm-hmm. everybody's the age that they're going to be for this, the rest of the movie that's going to follow. I see, yeah, that could have been a little bit more efficient. For I sure. really think you could, yeah, I really think you could do an efficient story where you do the humans are back, they're in another part of the earth. Jake Sully doesn't want to investigate. Uh, Zoe Saldana does. Uh, and like there's a split that way and then they go and they learn about the way of water and they when the whale stuff like you could have them say oh yeah over here we can talk to the whales and you actually introduce that concept and you introduce like this is what we're fighting for over here in Pandora we're fighting for these whales like that's the new resource they're going after I, I just think there's a there's a an e- like a less messy way to get the, the front of this movie to work so we can get to a scene where a whale flops on a boat and goes and hits everybody, and that, which was the funniest fucking thing I've ever seen. That whale goes apeshit, and it's great. The whale it's is so whale funny. Is punching people. The yeah. arm scene was the so scene. funny. Oh, I stood no. up. I was like, That was what? so good. I laughed so yeah. hard. That was it where was I was like, so okay, there's good. the James Cameron I know. That's the wacky fucking weird gruesome shit oh, he I does. mean, as soon as a- bullets and arrows started flying, I was like, there he is. Yeah, like, it's, the yeah, movie is brutal. There's not any blood in it, really, but it's fucking brutal. But the fighting is so yeah, good. Yeah, and it's so good. Yeah. All the action is so awesome. Yeah. I have a question. Yeah. Were you guys blown away by the visuals? Yeah, honestly. I saw it Just... in three. I saw it in three D. Uh, my normal okay. my normal complaint with three D movies is that it's dark and I can't see anything. But um, right, and I understand that's an issue with like a lot of movies aren't necessarily filmed in 3D. They're just converted into 3D during post-production. And that's not the case for Avatar or, or this Avatar. Um, I, but I didn't think the visuals were like a great leap forward, but like the detail in the performances that you can see, like in the facial performances of the characters, and also just right. how like the, the 3D wasn't loud. Do you know what I mean? Like it, it, it really did enhance the visuals instead of getting in the way of them. Um, that makes me want to have seen it in 3D. I didn't see it in 3D. Yeah, oh, okay. I didn't either. But yeah, in general, yeah, I thought it's not like a huge leap forward like the first one was. Uh, it's, and we've just been watching just fucking orgies of CGI for the past decade since Avatar came out. So it's not, I didn't think the visuals look incredible in that sense. But like in the, the detail of the facial performances of the motion capture and the 3D and just the sort of the um, production design of stuff. Yeah. Um, I th- yeah, I thought th- I thought this was a gorgeous movie. Oh, it is. I definitely I, I was almost disappointed that I because I had the same thing where I was like, "All oh, right, CGI is everywhere, so yeah. this is less impressive than the original." Yeah. But I bet if you put them back to back, like Adam, you watched them back to back. Was there yeah. a a difference? I actually found it kind of refreshing that a lot of this took place, like where they go the the navi you know encampment that they show up at it's it doesn't look as fantastical as where they were in the first movie it's still cool as shit yeah like there's one part where they're i don't remember where they were but just even the thing they were walking on looked like this mesh shit and i was like is is that real or is that cgi right and i just like that that wasn't such a focus in that second half. It's just like, even in the first half, like they spend so much time in the water, like it's just water. Mm. But I mean, they, when they go to like the spirit tree and things like that, it gets pretty fancy, but I actually found it kind of refreshing that there was just like Brown and blue for most of it instead of what the last movie was. I think James Cameron, it's the thing where it's like the visuals, like this feels like a early PS4 game versus a late PS4 game. Does that make sense? Sure. Where it's like, oh, it is more polished, you know, like it's just such a slow progression that you don't notice it as much. Mm-hmm. But I think James Cameron, of course, what makes it good is he's a good director. So like when a whale jumps on a ship, uh, it doesn't feel stupid. <laughs> like, well, it, it's, it's silly. But like it's not ha- it's it's handled with you know it's that awe inspiring uh, way to handle it's, CGI. Yeah, it's handled like with weight. Yeah, yeah. Like James Cameron is very good at that. So like when a Navi is like fighting a guy, uh, 
that's normally something that I think I would roll my eyes at as being like a CGI mess. Yeah, you feel those it, hits. You feel it in mm-hmm. this. Yeah. yeah, he does a it, good job. The, the violence is not thrown away the way it is in Marvel movies. Yeah. It doesn't feel like two cartoon characters punching each other. Exactly. Uh, and that's, it's really cool to see. It's a nice reminder that CGI, uh, like it, rem- it, it reminds me of how amazing CGI was when I first saw it in movies. Yeah. Where I'm like, right, you can do fucking anything with this. Uh, I, and it's very pretty. I also love that there was a, like a canceled whale who had his own yeah. little storyline <laughs> and redemption arc. arc. That was Bim. great. That, I mean, that, that went a long way toward making me like that whale element more. Because I found that whole story fascinating. I was like, what yeah. did this guy do? Did he say the N-word or something? What happened? <laughs> he learns his background, and it's just the whale doing a bunch of Dennis Miller jokes. Yeah. <laughs> he just said racist shit on Monday Night Football. He got canceled. No, but I liked that. I thought, And I thought it was on theme, because that was sort of like the whole, like, is, you know... Like the, it's like oh well the the whale, his mom was killed by these whalers so he he sort of got his clan like all the people and all the whales to go attack back and it winds up getting them all killed in the process and that's why he's banished right. and that like that's a little complex because like it's really cool yeah because like from where Jake's coming from and where Jake's son is coming from like that's like a noble thing to do and like but from the water clan's point of view like no that's fucked up. But the whale, yeah. the whale also to me seems like a very good example of the problem with the front, li- like with the storytelling mm-hmm. on the top end. Yeah. Because the look at the whale in a vacuum is that, so what happens is that Jake Sully's son goes out with these guys and they go way too far. Like they're trying to kill him, uh, essentially. Or the di- uh, they're, the ditching, they're ditching him, but yeah. They're ditching him in the middle of the ocean. Yeah, it's, pretty ocean <laughs> it's pretty hardcore. It's pretty hardcore. It's attempted murder. Yeah. They yeah. would, yeah. The fucking um, future shark shows up. Yeah. <laughs> And so yeah, and a shark, shark shows up. Was, that shark was on bath salts or something. That shark was out of its mind trying right. to eat. I him. love it when a like that's like me chasing, like ripping my house apart to get a pee. You know, it's yeah. just like Jesus Christ, shark, calm yeah. down. That shark was um, fucking. They needed to call the police on that shark. Yeah, <laughs> but the, so the shark is attacking him, and then there's always a bigger fish, and the whale uh, kills the shark. And we don't really know what the whale is at that point because no one has said anything about it, really. Yeah. And so this whale comes out of nowhere and then the kid wakes up on the whale and the whale has saved him. And he's like, thank you. And starts talking to the whale. And I was like, what the fuck is happening right now? Uh, And then they say later, oh, that whale's an outcast. He's a killer. And the kid's like, no, he's not. He saved my life. So what you would do if you were writing something correctly uh, and I do think this is correctly, um, is that you would have when they get there, being someone say like, "Oh, don't go out there. That killer whale is out there. He's a menace." You do, you do the Sandlot, where it's like there's a legend of a whale that's a murderer, that's an outcast, and then you introduce it. Like what they they introduce the fucking whale, and then they have to explain everything about the whale. So like the moment where the whale shows up is just confusing at first where you're like, wait, what's this whale? It's saving him. Uh, he's talking to the whale. Like what you would do normally is you'd set up the outcast whale, the rules of the whale, and then have him get saved by the whale where you think, Oh, the whale's showing up. He's in trouble. And the whale turns out to be good. Like that's how you would do it normally with storytelling. Right. Is you would, I don't think you would they have ex- the whale set up narratively before it just shows up. Yeah, I don't think they were, ex- like, in that scene, I don't think they were expecting that whale to be there. Yeah. Because when they talk about him seeing it, they talk right. about I it like, like it's you guys are mis- kind of me. a surprise. No, 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 I'm saying no. That narratively, you would have the whale mentioned in the movie before it shows up. I mean, yeah. I guess, that's, I feel like that's kind of splitting hairs. Like I, think, you can, I don't think so at all. Like, you I can think, do it, like... I don't know. You're not working on a car, man. Like, it's a movie. You can do it however you want, as long as it works. I think there's... There... I'm saying it didn't work. Well, I mean, <laughs> I I was not confused about the whales uh, after, you know, a couple of scenes of that. I think that's... It's harder to do, and it's it's riskier to do, uh, and it's... Uh, I think it's definitely more... 
I guess narratively correct to do it the way that you're that you're describing, but there is well, it's also more effective. Well, there is also they do this a lot in science fiction and fantasy too, uh, so that, that you don't put people to sleep with a bunch of world building right off the bat. Is they just throw you in. And then you right. sort of osmose what you need to learn after a couple of scenes. You're like, okay, all right, I, now I, I understand the rules of this now. And it's this... it's sort of like immersion as, as opposed to handing you all the exposition up front so you know exactly what that whale is when it shows up. But the whale is, the idea is that they immediately characterize the whale as, as an outcast. And we, the audience, immediately also know it's not an outcast, right? Do we? It is an outcast. But they say, like, it's a murderer. And he's like, no, it's not a murderer. It saved me. That's like a, a beat with the sun. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And we, the audience, kind of already know, yeah, you're right. Like, uh, it's, it's, I'm trying to think of a better but comparison. By their, it's by their like definition of a murderer, he is a murderer. Yeah, he kills that shark. <laughs> yeah. Right. What they're trying to do, though, is when you introduce an outcast character, you tend to show them first as the outcast, and then you show, oh, there's something about that they're not as bad as people are making them out to be. Like, that's the order of that character introduction. Yeah. If you're, if you're going for a certain... If you want the audience to feel a certain way about that whale, and I don't think James Cameron ever wanted us to feel anything but compassion for that whale. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I, don't, yeah, I don't. He think never we wanted. To he never wanted to make the whale's uh, character, like nature, a mystery to us. There's a Can little. There's a, a little bit of it, but yeah, go ahead. Was that whale kind of an asshole for killing that shark? That shark's just trying to eat. Yeah, maybe the whale is that, kind of an asshole. I mean, that fucking Navi kid is in the ocean where the sharks are. And that is always going to be a risk. The that, whale, you know, yeah. You get e eaten by meth shark. But <laughs> he does get his whole clan killed trying to get revenge <laughs> for his mother. Like the whale is a little bit on tilt. Yeah. Yeah. He's a character. He's kind of a real, he's a scumbag whale. What do you want? I want his movie. He's only got yeah. four fins. He lost one of his <laughs> fins. He should have always been going in circles. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really on tilt about this whale thing, though, because, for example, you just introduced something that would have been more significant had the whale been introduced earlier as a menace. If the idea that was like, don't go out there, there's this whale that's a menace out there, and then you meet him, and he immediately kills that shark, you're thinking like, oh, God, things are getting worse, and then the turn is that the whale's actually nice. I don't think what I'm saying is that weird. Like, it's, it's very basic storytelling, and it could have been done in a very... Like, I just think that's what represents kind of the entire movie, which is that they introduce something, and it's confusing, and then they explain it, and then they explain stuff that I felt like could have gone before the thing was introduced. But I, That's kind of what the whale represents to me. But if, yeah. It, if it... Yeah, I don't... I see what you're saying. I do. Um, but it's kind of like... We got there anyway, so... Yeah. But it's why I, I'd say my overall thought on this movie is that the first half is very confusing, and then the second half, everything is good. Because, yes, you're right. Once you get all the information, it's, it's you're having a lot of fun. But it feels like they didn't quite figure out how to give us that information. Once people... we get it all, we're having fun, though. I think people overthink stuff like this a little too much sometimes. Like, sometimes it's okay to not immediately know what's happening. Sure. And to, but, like, be so a little confused by it and have it, like, explained later. I don't, like, I, I don't mind this, that in a movie. Like, but at the start of this, you guys both said this movie was okay. Right? Well, I, I said I, I liked the second half a whole lot. Yeah, right. I, I, like I, I said it was lot. fine and that I really enjoyed myself. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I'm trying to identify why the second half is the better part and why it's just a, a kind of okay. Because of the arm I, scene. <laughs> like, it's just inherently more exciting. Like, there is so much happening and it's like pedal to the metal for the entire end of the movie. Yeah, I also just think it was written better and the better half. Yeah, I think the first half be. is messy and weird. 
And like, there's so many concepts that they can't cram them all in. And it's just very confusing and weird. So like, yeah, that's just my thoughts on this and why the second half is so much better than the first half. I don't know. It, the first half was an Avatar movie, and the second half was fucking Battle Smurfs. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty like, sweet. <laughs> like, that, like, that, all of that stuff is what I will remember about this movie. It's Same here. Yeah, it's very good. Yeah. But it's so good that, I don't know, I can forgive the first half of the movie. Like, it wasn't my favorite part, but the second half is so good that I, I don't know i just i like this so much better than the first avatar movie mm -hmm. it is it's so much better i would agree with that yeah yeah because i don't like i came into this movie not being not caring particularly about avatar and then like i'm invested in it by like the end of the first hour like by the time act two rolls around i'm like i'm invested in this in this goofy little family yeah well <laughs> i want to know what happens with, with dreadlock kid and his fake dad he, yeah, it he hooked me enough that I would go see the next Avatar in theaters. Yeah, absolutely, and that, yeah. Going into this is not a thing I expected to say. He did, so I think what he did that made it work so well in terms of a sequel is like, you look at the first Avatar and it's like, what is the real struggle there? It's Pocahontas. It's like, you know, oh, we're in love, but you're part of the, you're the native's where the invading aliens. Yeah, it's the conservationist and, and is the bad. question and of just, loyalty and thing. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, and it's just like, and we fight the bad guy, and that's it. Yeah, the, and and so when it ends, you don't really care about a sequel, and I think that's why most people didn't care. This one really is. It's introducing all these complicated ideas. Like I'm not even. I'm not entirely sure Stephen Lang will be the bad guy by the end. I of don't this. think he might not be. Yeah, but also he might be, and I don't know. And I really like that I don't know. Yeah. I love that, like, the, the it feels that, again, why I, I kind of wish this was a TV show is, like, it's introducing these kind of moral cliffhangers and character cliffhangers that make me really want to know where the story is heading. Mm -hmm. And that's really cool. Yeah, yeah. And it's not, it's not like the mystery box stuff. There is the element right. of, like, what's going on with Kiri, but that's, like, not the only thing that's got me interested about her or about any other characters. Right. The ultimate mystery box is, of course, what will somebody do? Yeah, right? exactly. What will a character yeah. do? Yeah. And so that's what they're doing. It's like it's like an HBO show where you're like, shit, what's so Tony Soprano? How is he going to react to that news? Yeah. I have to watch the next one. It's it's a lot of that where it just feels like uh, he knew not to just be like, ooh, look, it's the, our Thanos. And it's like, who gives a shit? Yeah. Like, it, it is so character based by the end. And mm -hmm. I was so happy about that. Yeah. I think he's he generally does do that. Well, I think Avatar is one of the only the original Avatar is one of the only films where I didn't really get that because there's a bunch of like I know there's a huge cast of characters in that first movie, but like it doesn't that movie doesn't feel as character focused as a lot of his other movies are. Um, yeah, and this I still one feels a lot movie... more like the other ones, like his other movies. I, yeah, I think Avatar is going to get that thing right where people go. Actually, it's underrated. Because they grew up Underrated. with it. Underrated. It made three billion dollars. I know, it's but you know what I mean. <laughs> you know what I mean is you see, yeah. you see that you see that all the damn time. Yeah, where people, and we're gonna get that pushback. And I maintain Avatar is not very good. It's yeah. not very good. It's his worst movie. Yeah, I've seen it two or three times. It's definitely my least favorite movie of his. I don't. Yeah, I wasn't a fan of it. So like, yeah, that's as I said, going into this movie, I was just like, I have no expectation for the story. I'm not an Avatar fan. Let's see what happens. That by the time this movie ended, I'm like, I want to see fucking Avatar three. Give it to me now. Yeah. See, I like to hear that because coming out of this movie, I actually found myself wondering if I went into the first Avatar just so jaded toward it already that i was just a little too hard on it no it's but it that, seems yeah. like everyone uh, i've run that by is like no no i don't First think you are sucks. like the, the reason i've seen avatar more than once is because i rewatched it with that in mind like i was like well maybe i was just uh maybe i was wanting to dislike the movie or maybe i was too hard and it let me give it another shot and each time i give it another shot it's like yeah there's cool stuff in it but it's like mostly boring it's mostly boring <laughs> it's like, extremely dull. I, don't, I don't care then I'm not going back, but yeah. I will go see Avatar 3. Yes. Absolutely. I like this. Yeah.
It just, yeah, it just felt like it took one and a half movies to get there. Because I would still argue the first half of this, the characters aren't particularly complex either, and they don't do the work they could do, where it's Jake Sully, like, I want to protect my family. Mm. And it's like, oh, they're kind of, you know, ooh, she kind of doesn't like Spider because he's a human. But they, nothing really happens based on that. She doesn't, like, do much about that. or She like, does almost kill him. No, no, what I'm saying is in the first half. Oh, yeah. She, she's not like, she never does anything or is mean to him. He just sort of says that in narration and she like says one thing where she's like, I don't think they should play together, but they don't, it doesn't amount to anything. And so like, I would, I would say like the first movie in the first half of this character wise, they don't really do much. And then it just goes nuts. It explodes in the second half. There is one thing. And so that's why my feeling is like, where was this the whole goddamn series yeah there is one thing she doesn't save spider when she could have and that's how yeah, he gets, yeah, that's yeah, how yeah, he gets you're captured right. but uh, right. but yeah i think i agree the characters are basic but i think i don't know like by the end but of they're the f- not they're, they're not by the end not by the end yeah but it just it, it's like someone else wrote the second half to me that's why i'm so like in like focused on it where i'm like like the second half is should have been the whole movie to me and it should have been the movie before it. And I don't understand why it wasn't. I don't know. This is a clumsy start maneuvering his pieces into position. And then he fucking yeah. goes hog wild in the end. Whale wild. Excuse me. Whale wild. And yes. it is great. <laughs> it's pretty fucking great. I might see this again. <laughs> I'm yeah. going to wait. I'm honestly going to wait to streaming and watch it only the second half. I feel like. Well, Tom describing the 3D makes me want to see it. Oh, yeah, I do. Oh, you guys should have now seen it in 3D. You might as well. Yeah. Like I figured, I that's another thing. I I figured this was going to be the only time I watched this movie. So I was like, well, I want to see it in 3D because I never saw the original in 3D, and I always heard like what an experience it was. So it I was, was like, well, the original was good. In 3D, let me watch yeah. this one and let me get my one and done so I can um, slap them glasses on my face and let's do it. And it was great. Yeah, <laughs> I might have to do it. Having seen the original in 3D, I didn't watch it in 3D because I, it's not that I don't like 3D. It's that I don't want to put anything on my face to watch a movie. Does yeah. that make sense? Where yeah. I don't get enough out of 3D to keep something on my face for the entire movie. I'm used yeah. to wearing glasses. I don't know. Yeah. I think glasses are better now anyway. They might be the exact same, but the, it doesn't. I, don't know. I remember them being real cumbersome in like 2009, 2010. But that might just be me. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, I'm very curious about this third one. But like, still overall, I think that it's exactly one third of the entire Avatar series I find good so far. And that's not that much, which is why overall I think this movie is fine. Because I think the first half, the first half I was bored. The first half, before we got to the whale shit, I was like, I want to leave. I want to get out of here. I was so fucking bored. Uh, yeah. And I, it really makes up for it at the end. <laughs> it's definitely the point in the movie where I'm like, why is this 40 minutes longer than yeah. the last one? Because <laughs> when I saw that the first one was, on, I can't believe I'm going to say this, only two hours in 40 minutes, I was <laughs> like, oh, oh, I, this isn't going to be as bad as I you thought. Know, wipe I thought sweat off your brow. <laughs> these movies were all three hours plus, And then I see that the next one is 40 minutes longer. And I was like, oh, no. Mm. And yeah, that's, it's, that opening part is where those 40 minutes probably could have been cut. Yeah. yeah, I think there's a lot of really easy fixes. Sure. I, I think this is... I think what it comes down to is James Cameron is a little self-indulgent and he has every right to be uh, because he's James Cameron. But I do think we kind of suffered for it a little bit. I'm just surprised at how clumsy his storytelling was for the first half. Uh, personally, I think, I think there's a lot of bad writing in the first half. Yeah, it's the Titanic has that problem. Yeah, it's not, I guess it's not it like new to James Cameron, but like, yeah. I see it. I didn't. I wasn't bored with it uh, like you guys were, but I do uh, recognize that it's a little clunky. Could have been. Could have been a little, little less so. <laughs> I really did get. I mean, I know it's because there was a ship going down, but 
when that started happening, like when you first see it starting to sink, I was like, oh, this is a Titanic sequel. I love it. I'm <laughs> so excited for this. You thought Titanic I was done with boats? Because, I've, yeah, I've seen James Cameron sink a boat before, and it looked very neat. And it was and awesome. I was, I was like, oh, here we go. Hell yeah. I was surprised by, so there's so much media coming out with, like, uh, several actors being like, I learned how to hold my breath for five minutes to make this movie. And watching it, I can't figure out why. <laughs> I think James Cameron just wanted to do diving classes because he liked them. Like, the last time I heard that was the Mission Impossible, where Tom Cruise learned to hold his breath for five minutes. And that's because he has to be, he had to do a oneer where he's underwater. And I was like, oh, that makes sense. There's no like extended long shots in this that require learning to hold your breath for long periods of time. So I'm, I'm almost certain they were just having fun in a pool while making this. Well, one. Even when you have like a 30 second shot, you still have to swim, get into position and then start the scene. So for sure. But you still don't have to learn to hold your breath for five minutes. No, I bet it helps. Like the abyss. They didn't do it. It helps. That's what I mean is I think it's like James Cameron being like, I'm not going to almost drown another actor. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We are all taking like extended diving lessons. So I don't have to deal with your bullshit. Like it felt like it was that where he's just like, I don't want any whiners. I don't want any Ed Harris's on set here. <laughs> so you're all learning to become fucking Aquaman. And then, you, and then you'll do what I say. Yeah. And it was great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, any final thoughts? Uh, I feel like we should wrap. We don't. We, we don't want to. We don't want to do a, a three-hour and twenty-minute podcast. So no, I was I just going to say, should thoughts. we just run through the the beats of each film <laughs> in chronological scene order in their scene. entirety yeah, yeah. Scene just, before we get out of here? Yeah, I got seven hours before I have to start getting tired. Yeah, It'll be fine. <laughs> before I have to start getting tired. <laughs> <laughs> What? No, we can be done. We can be done. Yeah. <laughs> I think my final thoughts on this is just that there's so much hype in so many years that this is this was fun. It was fine. Um, it doesn't need to be the greatest film of all time. Uh, no one expected it to be. Mm -mm. But I don't think this if this if this did just okay in the box office, like th that would be what it deserves, in my opinion. Like this movie shouldn't have cost so much money that it has to be the biggest film of all time. You know what I mean? Where like if I you're going to no do movie that, should cost that much. Yes, exactly. Okay. And this apparently costs so much that it needs to do it needs to be in like the top 5 highest grossing movies. And I would argue then make a movie worthy of that. And I I I just don't think this is there writing wise uh, uh oh, much I knew like this was going to happen. <laughs> there's a oh, cat. There's a there's cat, a cat there's in a Adam's cat. screen. Yeah. Catatar. Avatar. He should have had the more cat-like. Avatabby. Yeah. No, no, that, that kind of <laughs> oh, works. Oh, why would you have the fucking feral spider kid on the bridge of your ship? They kept like because he's trying him. to make him They're his like, son. Are... Yeah, and he failed so so. He hard. really did. He really <laughs> wrecks that ship. Yeah. Yeah. You live by the feral kid, et cetera, et cetera. You die by the feral. <laughs> yeah. You. Yep. by the spider yep. you die from the spider trying Kids. to be his fake dad i heard people referring to him as spider on the internet and i was like oh that's like a joke name for the character i can't wait to know what his real name is and then they're like this is spider he's our dirtbag friend yeah he's gonna sell you weed and then not leave yep and it's like ah oh, hey spider <laughs> he really did look like little wayne yeah <laughs> and i loved that Oh, it's like shit. just all right yeah just what cast little wayne you cowards that would have been great yeah, yeah sure <laughs> it's supposed okay, to be a yeah, teenager it is, doesn't matter dh him <laughs> my cat is making my life miserable right now okay well we can be adam, done yeah <laughs> adam thank you so much for being on here do you want to plug anything you have something to tell the world hey thanks for having me yes i am writing again uh after taking years off from doing that so go to adamtodbrown.substack.com and uh, give me money for words. Give Adam money. Give Adam money yeah. for his words. Word money. Yeah. Word money. Lots, um, of, lots of recaps of the voice on there. But also, you know, more important stuff? things. Yeah. Good. Good, good, good. All right. Um, 
I'll tell people about our Patreon. Patreon.com slash Gamefully Unemployed. G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y Unemployed for just $5 a month. You get access to a bunch of exclusive podcasts like Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Fox Mulder is a Maniac, Star Trek The Next Futurama, and Spielboys. We watch movies every Friday night with our patrons as well. Uh, and there's a bunch of other stuff on there, so check it out. Yeah, we also have a store. Head over to uh, GameFlyUnemployed.com where you can find a link to our Teespring store where we have all kinds of cool original artwork and designs. You can get on t-shirts, mugs, stickers, posters, all sorts of things. So get your little blue cat faces, your little, little, little peepers and your blue cat faces. Slap them on that site. Do that. Yeah. Get your little whale kids. peepers. Get your dual whale peepers on that site. <laughs> they had two eyes on each side. Yeah, why they had was, four eyes. Was, why? Yeah. They're so close together. They're big. I don't know. Yeah, wider field of vision. Yeah, yeah you think they could have spaced them out a little more, though. Yeah, yeah come on, whales have <laughs> yeah. like backup cameras. You yeah, know? put them on the back. Yeah, yeah, just like a, a fucking back full of eyes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the back ass eyes. covered in eyes. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> I love it. Ivatar. Okay. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's the end of the episode, right? Yeah, yeah. there it is. Yeah. <laughs>